You are listening to the Sports by Dummies for Dummies podcast. I'm Will. I'm a Bulls fan. I'm from Illinois, so that's why I picked the Bulls. I never really had a favorite team growing up, but they're my hometown team, so I decided to root for them. I'm Tyler, and I'm a Miami Heat fan, and I know I'm from Illinois, so it's kind of odd. But back in the day, I used to play NBA Live 08 a lot, and uh, that was that was back with Shaq and D Wade. And for some reason, I was just killer with those two, so I kind of just like picked that as my team. And then a few years later, LeBron showed up. I'm like, holy cow, this team's good now. And uh, ever since then, I've been a pretty big fan. Well, if I'm being honest, I um, I know next to nothing about sports, so I, I mean, I guess I, I live in Indiana, so, uh, yeah. Pacers? There you <laughs> that, go. That, That's that, not I, a bad option. I am legitimately using all of my brain capacity to think of another, okay, so you said, what, the, the Heat are a team, mm-hmm. uh, the Bulls yes. are a team, the Pacers the Bulls are a team, team. yes. If I told you that I'm, like, trying to use all of my brain power to think of another team right now, I cannot. <laughs> like I, Not a single one. Um, you can't think of a single Um, I feel like... I believe in you. Hold on. Okay, I feel like we should cycle back to this, because I could sit here and, like, steamroll out of my ears for the next however long. <laughs> okay, sounds happen. good. <laughs> Just nothing. All right. So, well... Why we are here, Sam, is so you can learn about sports. Well, exactly. That's why I'm here so, myself. So we need to start this off, we need to know your knowledge of basketball. It doesn't matter if you know the teams or not. Do you know how the sport actually works? Um, basically, the there's a team of people. I don't know how many people. Uh, six or seven, I think. Is that anywhere? It's five. You're, five. you're close. Oh, okay. Five. It, it rounds down, kind of. For sure. Um, That group of people runs back and forth down the court, and uh, I know it is called a basketball court, and you shoot the basketball at the net to get a uh, a goal, basketball goal. Yeah, basket. A basket. Basket. (laughs) Even easier. It's even easier. They really dumbed this down for us. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of fucked if we do another sport that's actually more complex. But <laughs> they go back and down the court, and there's like a, the differentiation between the two point line or not two point line, but the three point line, like a layup and stuff like that. I don't I don't remember. You guys talked about it earlier, but I I don't remember how the point breakdown works specifically. But you know, they, you get different points for different things. Um, uh, there's like uh, different defensive and offensive people. I want to say like <laughs> I I want to venture to say that a point guard is something that exists in this. I, you know what? You're right. You're doing okay. good. Excellent. You're doing good. Other than that, though, I I don't know why that popped into my head, but um, then there's usually like somebody angry with a clipboard standing on the side of the thing. <laughs> absolutely like if you zoom in on them you could see their veins about to blow out of their forehead that would be probably the coach yeah positions he knows point guard and coach (laughs) nice 
two most important positions. Well, that's the thing that I I know of the point guard. I have not. I'm assuming I know of the point guard guards points. But I, I, if I'm being honest, I really couldn't tell you what exactly it does. Well, I say I say we start with the basics and explain the difference of the two point and three point and the different points for you. So that way, if we start talking about it, you have an idea of about how far away that is. Okay. Yeah, we can we can build from the ground up. Exactly. All right. So basically, you were right. There is a three point line, and if any shot comes from behind that, it's worth three points. Pretty simple, and anything within that. It's, it's like a semicircle, basically. I'm sure you know what the court looks like. I have taken middle school gym to get my high school diploma. So There you go. So uh, so inside the three-point line is worth two, except for free throws. Free throws are only worth one, which which you get free throws if you're fouled or... Okay, we'll just go with that. If you're fouled, you get free throws. I actually looked up a diagram so that I have something to associate with the things that you're saying. <laughs> there you go. Um, a diagram of the court? Uh, yes, I think okay. it was. It looks like a court. Will, you got anything else to add to that? Um... I was going to say, but the free throw is fouled in the act of shooting. Um, okay. So if you're going up for a layup and some guy just hits your arm when you're shooting it, that's a layup. But if he just, like, pushes you when you're not shooting, you're just dribbling the ball, that's just a foul. Okay. And there, um, is there a thing called an and one? There like is a, a thing called an and like one. Foul or something, or you score a point after you've been fouled or something? It's when you score and uh, it's like when you score the basket and you get fouled, but the basket goes in, the basket oh. will count. Oh, sick. So it's a chance. So if you make Free a layup, throw. yeah, it's a chance for um, a three-point play or the rare four-point play. Oh, so the max points that you can ever really get is like three points. You can get, yeah. So if you make a three-pointer and get fouled, which happens occasionally – um, you can have a chance for four points. Okay. So there's no real benefit to just lobbing it across the court. Like No. no. Okay. Like no. you're not getting the you're not getting ten points if you make like a full quarter or anything, you know. Oh, okay. That would be, that would be cool. cool. <laughs> they they you know, they keep bringing up the idea of the four point line, which is just gonna be probably the same as the three point line, but five or six feet further back, but yeah, but I, don't this, know, I don't know if I'll ever do it. <laughs> I mean, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry and, like, everybody is just hitting these shots from that far anyway. Yeah, they'd love it. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't think they will, but no, but I, as we sit right now, that's it. It's, it's pretty yeah, simple. It's, A three-pointer, anything inside the three-point line, and then free throws. Those are the three ways to score. Okay. Counted down, three, two, one. Also, a rule that I have, uh, if you make an and one, you have to scream and one when it goes in. Oh, well, that's just natural. Uh, in our, that's, that's, in our yeah, apartment, that's. I remember um, hearing that shouted from the living room a couple times. Like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, it's hard not to. I don't know. It's just it's, something in you. It's something you that get, takes over. Gotta scream. 
you, it's it's force a habit. What is it like? Is it is it as though if you don't scream it, the ball just come back out of the bas- or out of the hoop and not count? You know, it might. You never. It know. might. You never know. I. I. It's just there's something about it. Like if somebody fouls you, they blow the whistle, but the, you still manage to get the ball in the net. You just stand there, just like mm-hmm. I did that. You tried to stop me, and I still did it. Just kind of giving them the finger. I don't have that. I don't have that satisfaction in real life, but in two K, <laughs> who in two K, it's a lot more fun. Yeah, it's a, when you're uh, built like us, Will. It's a little easier to do it in two K because <laughs> I think us combined has the athleticism of one NBA player's thumb, probably. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, you know? I think you're um, giving me a little more credit than credits do, but. I <laughs> These NBA players are athletes, man. They're impressive. They are, they are Even the ones that people don't consider such athletes, they're still very impressive. The, it, so the way I was told is, like, if you look at an NFL field and, like, an NFL team, they have a lot of bench players, like, on the line and everything like that. So they have a big team. And, like, mm-hmm. baseball, you have, like, the – like triple a double a but i mean they still have a big roster that can move any which Mm -hmm. way at any time for like a 40 person roster yeah and then i mean hockey is a little different but there's enough leagues in hockey that but if you look like a basketball team there's only a couple leagues but there's only so many people on that bench so everybody Mm -hmm. in the nba is very high quality because if you look at NBA players that are just older, not performing in the NBA, they'll go to China and score like 60 points a game. Oh, yeah. The NBA is like the top 1% of the players in the world. I mean, it is insane. So, right. going, so going with the players being in the top 1%, um, we, uh, we, I say we as people who watch the sport, think we know exactly what the GMs and the managers and the coaches all need to do and what the players need to do and all of that because of games like 2K and just everything that's come out that allows you to control the player so you think you're automatically smarter than everybody who's on the court. I run into that problem a lot where I think I know exactly what they need to do. Like where's the? It really does happen a lot. I mean, you scroll on Twitter, you see people saying their team needs to do this, or that was a dumb move. Why did they do that? But like, the people in charge of making these moves, I think they know what they're doing. They they know what they're doing. It's just sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Looking from the outside in. I forgot you're a Bulls fan, so maybe maybe they don't know what they're doing. But like, you you know, you know. That's a solid point because we still have Lori Markinen on the team, and I want him gone. I want him traded. I thought he was like the future there or something. What happened? Yeah, now we have Kobe White, dude. Uh, we, got Kobe, we got we we got a new rookie that we're gonna screw up somehow. It's fine. Moving on already. Corrupt him. I I. It will. Look, <laughs> it's not a it's, joke. It's <laughs> we had the so Sam. We had the youngest MVP. In Derrick Rose. Sure. He was the one of the best point guards I've ever seen. He knew how to pass the ball, and he could dunk with a ferocity that was unheard of. Is he... He isn't that guy that... um, I've just seen, like, compilation videos, like, on Instagram or something like that, and they they run and, like, slam 
dung and then like shatters the whole goal backboard that... yeah backboard is that that guy or, or no? i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of people that can do that like shaq's done that i don't know a bajillion times oh, okay well I mean, like I he has he has a... i've ever seen Derrick rose do it but... okay. not yeah, like in the nba at least heck he might have done it before dunk my mind goes to like those kinds of videos and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like it, breaking backboards. It could literally be any player on any team, and I'd be like, that's a guy playing basketball. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Derek Rose was the youngest. So how old was he? 22, Tyler? He won the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. So, so Sam, he was, about, he was about our age now, okay. and he was the best player in the NBA. Wow. That's, yeah. Uh, that's Probably. absurd. He is that he he was phenomenal. He put the team on his back and carried us to the playoffs, and it was it was. I mean, that's when I didn't like really watch basketball, but like I still knew who Derrick Rose was, and then injuries caught up to him because of the way he was landing and all that, and he he tore his I believe it was his ACL on a dunk. And <laughs> Dude, he's tore a lot. He's he's his knees are gone, but I mean he's still playing. He's not putting up numbers and dunking like he was, but I mean he's still crafty. Like he can still pass the ball really well. He's still got really good uh, ball control. Because I'm assuming how high up are is how hard how high of a fall are you taking each time you go up and dunk? I mean it depends uh, on how high. Another you rule we didn't explain, I guess. I the rim the rim is ten feet. It's at ten feet. So I mean. But then, of course, yeah. their whole body. So and you're and you're was like six, three. Yeah. I will look it up. Yeah, six two. So I mean, every time he dunks, he's falling. He's falling like feet. four feet or so, oh roughly. That, uh, so that yeah, actually so hurts my knees just sitting here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, his too. Yeah, his his <laughs> his are gone. <laughs> but it it was like that's that's just that's part of the sport. But it's it's just kind of hard to like. I'll go back and watch videos, or people will give me a hard time because they'll they'll just look at me. And there's a there's a famous announcement like the call is, and there goes Rose holding his knee. And then so people like they know I'm a Bulls fan, and they know I like Derrick Rose. And I'll talk about the Bulls being bad, and they'll say, uh, and there goes Rose holding his knee. So they'll just keep bringing it back up, which isn't great because we haven't been good since that. Not at all. We've been... I'm, I'm just going to put something out there. Yeah. So for, with, you know, with our podcast being titled what it is, yeah, I feel like maybe some of our listeners uh-huh. might be girls who really don't know basketball but are trying to impress mm-hmm. a guy that is into basketball. It just seems like something common that might happen. Bring up Derek Rose. I mean, everyone loves Derrick Rose. It just I have bring up that little piece who... of information. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, man, Derrick Rose's injuries really sucks. I <laughs> love Derrick Rose. I want to see dude, the player he could have been. Hits every dude right in the feels. Like, if you say that on a date, dude's yours. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, especially like a basketball fan. I mean, if, I if someone said that to like, Will. If someone said that to me, I would be like, yeah, <laughs> man, that, that really... That really sucks. Uh, they get, but if I mean, if the, like if know your target, like if yeah. the guy, yeah. But if the guy, if the guy knows sports like me, and especially who's a Bulls fan, mm. they just man, I wish I could have seen Derrick Rose in the play. You want to get married? 
Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. Storm by the ring. <laughs> use it sparingly, though, because if you use that line on someone like Will, prepare to not talk for the next 30 minutes because he will just keep on going, man. <laughs> Derek Rose brought up to Will. It's over. He'll talk everything. It's a wrap. I'm going to be honest. It's a wrap. He'll go get the ring. He'll. I mean, he's yours, but so, uh, he ain't getting a word in for a while. So while I'm buying the ring, you should buy a muzzle. That way I won't speak. (laughs) Oh, for sure. But uh, Tyler, you being a Heat fan, you already kind of talked about it when you had uh, Wade and LeBron, or Wade and Shaq, a much older Shaq, but still Shaq, one of the biggest players in the NBA. Um, And then you had LeBron. So you've experienced a lot more uh, winning than my team. How's that? Yeah, yeah, no, I've been pretty lucky. Um you know, when I first started really watching basketball, of course, I was called a bandwagon fan. And, like, in a sense, yes, I technically was. Oh, Sam, bandwagon. I was going to say, don't mean to catch you off. I, I was just about to say, I was waiting for your um, for you to finish, and I was going to say two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, <laughs> doesn't Shaq, isn't Shaq the Old Spice guy? Yes. Shaq, Shaq does a lot. Well, I know. I, he does. I, he's also in the general insurance. I, I know that he's a, a little more broad than just Old Spice. but And then I was also just about to ask um, Bandwagon, because I've heard you guys talk about it. Uh, well, the, yes. I guess the, the only time I've ever turn, heard the term Bandwagon fan is um, preparing for this podcast, but... Uh, Nonetheless, I have have heard it at least once in my life, albeit it was yesterday, but still. <laughs> so if you could, if you want yeah, to uh, a little bit. Bandwagon's pretty common in like the sports world. Um, it basically means that you like pick a favorite team based on them being good and not mm-hmm. like sticking with one team, being a loyal fan. So like, I'm a Heat fan now. We're having a bad year. If I just wanted to jump ship and become like a Nets fan who just all of a sudden yeah. got very good, yeah. that would make me a, a bandwagon fan. Okay. So, or as there's, I was saying, there's people, like with LeBron being one of the biggest stars that the NBA has seen, mm-hmm. I, fe- I feel like that's an accurate statement. Oh, God, yeah. But I feel like with that being, people would follow him from, they followed him in Cleveland, they followed him to the Heat, they followed him back to Cleveland, and then now they're following him to L.A., and they... They're not so much basketball fans, they're LeBron fans. Oh, yeah. I mean, players like that get their own category and, of bandwagon fans. And that's basically. also like being a Bulls fan, I, I have nothing to root for except high draft picks 90% of the time. So why, when it's cool to see Zach Levine dunk and stuff, I mean, we still haven't won 10 games this season. Yeah, you have, man. Oh, we have? 11. Yeah, no, you're ahead of the Miami Heat right now. Oh, my God goodness that's unbelievable it hurts we, it hurts bad we have we also have had high draft picks for the how many past years and we still are at the bottom yeah, but hey, this is your year to make the play we 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 so, fired dude. our coach last year we're making the right moves that is good we, um so in this okay i'm, not, I'm just not to interrupt, go ahead sam but no, uh, go ahead. a while back at the beginning when we were talking about teams and stuff like that, and I said I, I would try and think of another team, I yeah. got so excited because you said Cleveland. And I was like, oh, 
Cleveland Browns, and then uh, it occurred to me oh, no. that, that is football. So oh, no. that's why I didn't shout it out the moment it popped into my head. I just wanted you oh, I wish you would have that I thought of another sports team, albeit not being basketball. They mm-hmm. still have uh, you know. A usable I'll give you. <laughs> I'm still I, giving them credit. I'm giving them credit. Cleveland Browns. See, I know football more than I know basketball, but I need the. I just. I can just imagine Sam sitting there at his desk, wanting to wanting to show some sports knowledge. My Eyes light up, life. figures out there's a team in Cleveland. Well, wrong, isn't the, wrong isn't sport. there a team everywhere? <laughs> well, or like every state. Well, LA has those. two. Uh, the, oh, the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors, I think. There you, you go. Know, there's that's more. The, that's the same state. That works. So did I? Do I get um, two gold stars or one gold yeah, star? Yeah, you get you get two X. gold. You got two gold stars. I'll give you the Cleveland Browns one because it's still a team that exists and they are on the rise. Cool. And it's like I'll give it to you because you knew it. Like you said, the Cleveland Browns, and you knew it was football. So I'll mm-hmm. give it to you. Excellent. I will put my stars next to next to my collection of Jolly Rancher wrappers on my desk. It's a great spot for it. That's a great spot. So, Tyler, after we talk about not you not being a bandwagon fan, uh, and we found out that the Bulls are ahead of Miami, what do, what do you think the team needs to do? Miami? Yeah. Because um, well. we, we, we know they won a lot. We know Ray Allen hit one of the best shots I've ever seen in an NBA game. Um, yeah. Other than that, because you win. Yeah, this year it's it's kind of tough because you know last year we made it to the championship game, we made it to the finals, and then now all of a sudden we're not even in the playoffs yet. I think we'll make the playoffs still. I mean, it's still early, but like either way, even when we if we do make the playoffs, it's still a rough year for us after coming off a great year. Um. We've had a lot of problems with injuries, so that sort of reflects a record. But even even when we are healthy, we're still not playing great. Like yesterday, I mean, I don't know if we we're completely healthy, but we are pretty well fully healthy. We had all our main players, and we lost to the Clippers, who were missing, I think, four starters, three or four starters. Ooh. Yeah, okay. I mean, they were missing Kawhi, Paul George, Lou Will. I mean, they're, they're best players, Lou Lou Will actually was in the game and he had 18 points and 10 assists. I just looked it up. Oh, Lou Will played. Who am I thinking of? Oh, probably Beverly. Actually, you were probably thinking of Patrick Beverly. Um, they so what they have on their inactive uh was Kawhi Leonard, and then just I guess some other people didn't play, but they had a lot of guys played a lot of minutes because they only yeah. had four guys come off the bench. Yeah, they like to they like to rest their stars. It's well known. That's very true. So, well, it's. I feel like the thing is, Sam. I'll let you finish your thought after. Oh, you're fine. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to. It's hard to judge when we can't see faces or anything. So. No, you're good. Um, I was gonna say, I feel like because I I loved watching Jimmy Butler in the finals. Loved it because I've being a Bulls fan. Jimmy Butler was on the Bulls, so I am a fan of Jimmy Butler. And it's I mean, just, I've always been a fan of, I mean, exactly, I've always been a fan of Jimmy Butler. 
I mean, I'm upset that we traded him to Minnesota to begin with, but I don't think we would have won at all because we got we got a lot of draft picks. We got sadly Laurie Markkinen in that trade, but we also got Zach Levine, and Zach Levine is super athletic and yeah, he's a stud. is unbelievable at dunking the basketball. He is an absolute. Stud. Also, I just uh, saw a stat from the game for the Heat. They shot eight for thirty-six from the three-point line. That's tough. So that—that is tough. So eight for thirty-six, like they attempted they shot, thirty-six points, and they only were able to get eight of them. Yeah, so they took thirty-six shots from behind the oh. three-point line. Okay. They made eight of them for a total of twenty-two point two percent, which is really bad. That yeah, you want, that, definitely want to be around the thirty percent mark, at least. And the Cl- the Clippers also shot well beyond the arc with forty six. So, so it all it's a it's an any given day kind of mentality. I think when you go into it, like obviously you're not going to win every game in a basketball season because it is just so long. But you definitely don't want to when you when you have coming off a season like the Heat, it's. It's so, you, you hate to see your team losing. I'm just curious. Um, one, you guys mentioned inactives. I could you uh, go a little bit more on that? And then also, I you guys mentioned that anytime you guys mention a name, I tend to Google them, and I couldn't help but notice that Ray Allen is 45 years old. Is that <laughs> like uh, I, I I honestly don't know. Is that because um, you mentioned the. Oh. The the one of the best shots I've ever seen in my life because uh, he he got LeBron a ring. Mm-hmm. I fe- I like obviously LeBron did a lot, but if Ray Allen doesn't hit that shot, first off, I think and... we should clarify to Sam that was years ago. Ray Allen does not play anymore. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna, I I was gonna say that after. Still... No, I, I well I guess it does say here he played so past tense. <clears throat> he played 18 seasons in the NBA and then yeah. was inducted into the Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame yeah. in 2018. Okay. Which is crazy to think about. He is on the same, like, when he played 18 seasons, mm-hmm. LeBron is on his 18th season. Oh, wow. And yeah, I'll be I, I, for a while. He said he wants to play. Uh, basically, the deal he just signed when he becomes a free agent, uh, his son should be in the league. So I'm assuming yeah, uh, it's like whoever, whoever drafts his son is that's where LeBron's gonna go. Come to the Bulls, yeah. baby. That's what I'm hoping for. Thunder. It wouldn't doubt it be the Thunder. They got so many first round picks coming oh, up. Their chances are pretty high. Because they traded. They traded the. They traded everything, but I mean, as a Thunder fan, you can't. Everyone. I was gonna say you can't be mad. Like you can't. No, be. They're, they're gonna be bad for a few years, and then. Um, but they I mean, be pretty decent. Yeah, I was gonna say they. That's a better future than most teams have. Like with the Bulls, we're just continuously in this cycle of: Are we gonna make the playoffs? We get a middle round draft pick. We don't do anything with it because it's a middle round draft pick. And, like, I remember when John Morant came into the league. That was when I was, like, paying attention to basketball. I was in college, had nothing to do except look at sports. 
and John Morant, Zion Williamson came into the league. Sam, those kids are younger than us, by the way. Just just so you're aware. Okay, yeah, I'll keep that in mind. That it hurts. Was, uh, it, oh, it's it's so... John ja Morant, I, I wanted him so bad on the Bulls, and we were projected to get him, except we dropped, like, two picks, I think. We were projected to get, like, the second one or the third one, and we dropped, like, two of them. And we ended up with Kobe White, which is still a good pick. He's... And then we started Thomas... I was going to say, uh, I'm going on a tangent here, but it's just so frustrating when you start Thomas Sadoransky over your rookie point guard. I am an avid basketball fan. No idea who that is. Thomas Sadoransky? I don't watch the Bulls, but yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's, he's the Bulls' uh, apparent starting point guard last year. I think we finally, I think with yeah, the that's, coaching that's switch. Bad. Yeah, because Kobe White was leading the rookies in stats. Okay, so it, like I some, well, I, I early, 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 early. Let me preference that he was I leading early. Hate to interject, but I no, uh, you're good. That's what this is for. When, when you mentioned um, LeBron is on his 18th season, I, I was like, okay, how old's LeBron? So I looked up LeBron James, and then the meme popped in the back of my head, and I couldn't get that out of my head for a second. And then the uh, LeBron James meme. <laughs> Yeah, that exactly. I, I've been struggling to keep from cackling over you guys because I have been, that's just been all I've been hearing for the last couple of minutes. But I, I saw just Stuck on my Google head. Thank you. Um, the LeBron James's Twitter, and he was talking about traffic being back in L.A. And then the um, which that means next to nothing to me. But then right under that, someone responded with, "Win a real ring, LeBum." What? Like, so man, so this is where traffic. Like, I'm. Where did that come from? So we're gonna do a little sidebar here, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about how Twitter is good for NBA fans, and well, just sports fans in general. Okay. Um. So LeBron, obviously, you use it for like there's good reasons to use Twitter, Mm -hmm. but then you'll see that in the like comments of every like professional athletes tweet. Oh, I'm sure. But so like it's a meme that is it Kevin Durant has got been caught with like burner accounts. Oh. Yeah, he he definitely made a couple fake accounts just so we can talk oh, to fans and defend yeah. himself on Twitter. It's it, kind of sad. I would think he'd it's, be able it's, to hire someone to do that. <laughs> like they make most of them. I'm gonna be honest. Most of them probably do. Or they don't care enough. I mean, honestly, that, that's also a way. good. They, they they have a social media team, I'm assuming. Like uh-huh. they, they all have probably a social media team of some sort. Oh yeah. Um but it's like LeBron has built his own brand and he's done what he needs to do, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's set for his generations to come. But it's it is funny because if you just start scrolling through NBA Twitter, somebody will tweet something or there'll be a play tweeted. And they're like, it doesn't matter because they're not going to do this ever again. Or like when Tyler Hero started going off in the conference finals, like I was a part of the bandwagon. We're like, oh, yeah, he's the next greatest shooter alive. He's the next Steph Curry. And then I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's pretty good. He's good, but I just, there, I there's always. Why, but... Look, we're taking what we got, okay? We don't have a lot to root for over here. We have. Wendell Carter Jr. 
probably one of the smallest starting centers in the NBA. I remember was when a, he was such such a promise, though. He still is at the power forward position. He's 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 lanky enough and fast enough that he can he's bigger than most power forwards, and he can use his size in that in that way. But going against like Joel Embiid, yeah, he he's, just gets he's bullied not, basically. Yeah, and like Nikola Jokic. Sam, good luck trying to type all these names. Well, I was actually, um, I was trying to think what a power forward might be. Is that like someone who aggressively pushes to shoot? Well, so we missed a very, so we will, once again, we've been talking now. You've heard part of the conversation. We should probably go through the uh, positions real quick. Okay, cool. So He even knew what a point guard was. Yeah, so the point guard... Tyler, I'll, I figured I would say the positions and if whatever you want to add, add on. Um, okay. So the point guard I, is the one that mainly handles the ball. So Derek Rose was a point okay. guard. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that we have talked about that you would know. Um, Tyreed Irving is a point guard. Sure. Actually, he just came out and said that he is the shooting guard on that team now. Yeah, whatever. And James, <laughs> and James. That's another conversation. Way. So, that's another conversation with that whole team. But uh, there's the point guard, and then the shooting guard, which is I don't really know how I would explain the shooting guard. Um, it's typically another. It, it's the second shortest player on the court, or not on the court, but like on the team. Typically, that's not always true, but. Roughly. So in the case, so in the case of the Warriors, there is Steph Curry who is the point guard, and then there is Clay Thompson who is the shooting guard. Okay. But um, yeah, and make it easier. Steph, Michael it's Jordan, a, Kobe Bryant, those okay. were shooting. Guards. Yeah, they shoot a lot. That's basically, the, <laughs> their name they, is. Big. They shoot a lot, and and the, and they are very dominant in. It's like a second point guard is almost how I would look at it. Okay, so they 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 are yeah, the second. They handle the ball a little less than because then you say yeah the point guard handles the ball. Yes. The yeah. Okay. So I would say what the point guard in most cases lacks in shooting ability, that's where the shooting guard comes in, and then the shooting guard makes up for like the point guard makes up for the shooting guards. They lack of like, dribbling. They, they cover their backs. Are they yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's like it's like a duo. It's like a duo. Okay, cool. Is that the uh, that's the backcourt, correct, Tyler? That's yes, the back court. Okay. That is what that is called. So like uh with the All-Star game coming up, um they they have the front court, which is the small forward, power forward and the center, and then you have the backcourt. And they usually call it like the backcourt duo because it's those two coming up the floor with the basketball. Hmm. Interesting. If that makes sense. Oh, like I guess when they uh believe it or not, I have played like tens of 2K games in my life. I might be able to count them on one hand. But um really uh I'm trying I think to I miss those so games. I, I uh oh what's the word I'm looking for? So like uh say someone shoots the ball Right, mm-hmm. and they miss on one mm-hmm. side, and then 
the other team catches it, and then or they uh, rebound it. There we go. And There's they, a word. There you go. <laughs> Got to get those buzzwords in there. So then we uh, they get that <laughs> get a rebound, and then they mm-hmm. go off in the other direction. The one so yeah. like they'll be run. I I wish my camera wasn't dead. I neglected to charge it. But so say they're they're running. The one person with the ball is running down the court. That the mm-hmm. whichever one of those two people, the point guard or the shooting guard, doesn't have the ball, they'll run along like on the other side of the court, along the sideline, or more or less. It's because okay. like I feel they definitely like don't have to. Before. Okay. They, it's it's not like a set thing, but like if you're faster than the whole opposition, mm-hmm. you can just run and they can throw it to you. It's not like they have to be right next to each other side by side. Okay. I got you. But it, that's just kind of the, that's like the best way I think for you to look at it is mm-hmm. the shooting guard and the point guard are back here. Mm-hmm. And then the small forward, power forward and center. Okay. And then so going, and then I going just, on to the small forward, the small forward position is it, it's should not be named the small forward position. Because LeBron James is a small forward. Yeah. LeBron James is a small forward. Uh, Kevin Durant is a small forward. Interesting. Interesting. And is uh, is that just due to their... um, I I don't know their height relative to other people. Is that... Like 6'8", maybe? If I'm correct on LeBron James. LeBron 6'8". Katie yeah. is like six eleven. Yeah, so there, there, there's some. Big He's very players. tall for his position. Sam, and, just okay. So to make this a little bit easier, yeah, all of these players just get called that position. Like they get called a point guard, a shooting guard. Okay. It doesn't mean that they have one like specific job that they have to do. Okay. They, so I mean, they, they the main goal is just to play team ball, but like. Yeah. Like, LeBron James handles the ball for his team, even though he's the small forward. Okay. I got you. I I realized I was making that a little more confusing than it needed to be. No worries. Yeah, positions aren't something to fixate on because all the players kind of do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. In the center, just so you know, and then it goes power forward, which is usually the second biggest guy on the floor. Okay. And then the center who is usually the biggest on the floor. Like Shaquille O'Neal was a center. A good one. Sha- Shaq is probably one of my favorite centers of all time. And then uh, when I played 2K, Boban Marjanovic. I don't know why. I just started liking him. And I love him. He's a 7-3 Serbian dude who's just goofy. He is goofy. He is, he is a goofy man. Well, Will, you're pretty goofy, too, so... Probably well, I appreciate more. that. I'll take... You know, I'm taking that as a compliment. That's what I'm going to do. But uh, I feel... Oh, yeah. with, it, with it still being early on in the season, we take a little look at the standings. So when we come back to this a few episodes down the road, we can kind of see where the teams are. And then uh, I feel like that would be good for this episode. Cool. Uh, so Sam, right. you said you said you know some of the teams. Uh, since you said we'll go with the team that we'll talk about for you with your hometown team, sure. uh, we'll say is the uh, Pacers. They are fourteen and fourteen right now. Hey. They are 
fifth out of 15 in the Eastern Conference. So there you go. I think I've heard the phrase the Eastern Conference before. That's just where the teams are split, so the East and the West. It's If you look at a standing, they didn't want to just put all of them on one thing. This way they can split it up and have playoffs. So the East plays all the way to the East, Mm -hmm. and then the East. So basically the championship is East versus West. I think I'm looking at the wrong thing, because I I googled conference map NBA. And I see Pacific, Big West, South East. So that's that's the conference. So that's the divisions. Okay. It's Pacific, Southwest, Northwest. The divisions don't really matter. Um, No, I probably I was getting a little too into it. I just I'm I'm trying to soak up as much as I can. Yeah. I I rolled out of bed and I got on here, so I. So the way the way I would look at it is just look at the conference because the top eight teams make it to the playoffs. Okay, cool. So it's the top eight. Now I know this is for future episodes, but to like confuse you more in other sports, the divisions do matter very much, but yeah. just not for NBA. Yeah. Dope. NBA is honestly, I say, one of the easier sports to learn. Because it's it's very simple, but it can go as complex as it wants. Mm-hmm. But it's very it's very sure. simple on the surface. Um, top teams in the league: uh, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. They are Philadelphia is eighteen and ten. Brooklyn is eighteen and twelve, and Milwaukee is sixteen and twelve. They have some of the best players in the league on that team. So. So it sounds like it seems the Pacers to... are not doing excellent. Well, I mean, the Pacers are for... Yeah, but also you have to think, the Pacers don't have a ton of star power. Like, they have Miles Turner, who is a very good center. Um, they have Justin Holiday, Malcolm Brogdon, but they traded away Victor Oladipo, Man. who was their best, probably, player. Okay. And they're still hanging there. I mean, they're ahead of Miami and Chicago, and they have star players. So they just, I feel like Indiana is the perfect plays team basketball for what they have. Interesting. Well, I, I think Sabonis is probably by far their best player now. Um, is I, I don't, I have, I, I will be honest, I have not watched a lot of NBA this year. So well, that makes two of us. Yeah, no, Sabonis, I think he was an all-star last year. Um, he's pretty good. I, this team is going to be, Pacers are going to be okay this year, but I mean, I, like I don't think they're going to be fighting for the championship. Yeah, they'll, they'll make the playoffs, probably lose in the first or second round. That's my assumption. And I mean, where that team is from where that team was, that's a that's a pretty good step. Good to know. Um, but yeah, everybody else doesn't really. I mean, Boston is number four. Other than that, most of the teams aren't looking too good. Bulls are two yeah, games it's a back. Weak conference this year. It is a it is a weak conference. But going down, which is weird. I expected the the. I know. Sorry, I expected I'll, the I'm East to be. A, you can... <laughs> no, you're yeah. good. I I expected the East to be a lot better as well because like I I had higher hopes for the Bulls this year. I figured we would at least be near 500. 
We've just we can't Might make it to five hundred. I mean, yeah, but it just we we don't seem to have the ability to close out games. Yeah, I have noticed that. But then going down to the other side, this one is surprising to me. Utah is twenty three and five. They are first in the Western Conference. They are first in the league. They are. Yeah, they are this year. They have. Let's see. Some of they have Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, uh, Bogdanovich. Rudy Gobert. It's, I mean, they have a lot. They have a lot of good, solid players. They don't. I almost, I almost disrespected them and said that they don't have any star players. They do have star players, but they don't. I feel have, like any. I want to say superstar players. Like they don't have a. uh, A LeBron caliber. Like a like a marquee player is the word I was looking for. It's a, a very good analogy. Like they they have they have like Donovan Mitchell is their marquee player. I mean he's one of the best shooting guards I feel in the league just by the way he plays. But it's just that when you think of the Lakers are behind them and the Lakers have two of the best players in the league and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they also have Dennis Schroeder, and it's. Just a lot, and they also have Montrez Harrell and Marc Gasol. They have a lot more star players, yeah. I feel. I don't feel many people would have predicted the Jazz be in first place yeah. by like a commanding amount yeah. at this point in the season. It's, I mean, it's still a long season, but they are nine and one in their last ten games. Oh wow! Which yeah, is which is embarrassing. The, the other day. That's that's yeah, no, they're solid. I mean there's no honestly, there's no shame in losing to a team that's twenty three and five. Twenty three and five beat us pretty good, man. Goodness yeah, goodness. so that so they they've played how many six, seven, eight. I had to do math on my fingers. Come on. I'm an embarrassment. Come on. I'm an embarrassment. <laughs> I'm an embarrassment. Twenty three and five. <laughs> how many games is that? At least twenty three. <laughs> At least twenty three. All right, after this episode, we're going to start a new podcast called Math for Dummies, and uh, (laughs) Will, you're in the hot seat this time. Sounds good. Well, All right, uh, anywho. Anyway, going after that, you got the Lakers, the L.A. Lakers, and then the L.A. Clippers, so L.A. uh, fan base. I don't know. Do the Lakers and the Clippers hate each other? I know. (laughs) Yes, yeah, I would say so. Um, Okay. Because I know Colton, I believe, he is a Clippers fan, correct? Yes, one of our good friends, Colton, is a Clippers fan. And another one of our close friends, Pooh Bear, he's a huge Lakers fan. And I don't—I swear I don't go a day without hearing Pooh Bear complain about the Clippers and for some reason. Do, that's why I ask, because I do remember those conversations taking place quite often when both the teams were very—because that was before LeBron went there, I believe. Or like LeBron just ago. got there. It was, yeah, like LeBron just got there and Pooh Bear was like, oh, we have LeBron and we're, and then Colton's like, you guys still suck. Yeah, they, so, well, LeBron was injured, to be fair. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. Didn't make No, that first, that first season, it was, we knew what LeBron was going to do and he was going to do what he did. And that was get one of the best players in the league to go there with him. And then they won a ring, so. Not only are they in the same city, they, they play in the same stadium. For, yeah, I forget that. In all they of play, LA, they 
couldn't get two big stadiums. They're like, nope, we'll shove them into one. So yeah, put them in one. So yeah, there, there's a little bit of a, a rivalry there. They share a home, you know. A little bit. Yeah, it's like who gets then, to really call the place home. Uh, oh man, right it's the Lakers. Now, by it's the, way. the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Lake, the Clippers have never won a championship. The Lakers have the most all time. It's the yeah. Lakers, but you can see where a rivalry would build from that. You're like the, they're like the little brother. That is actually yeah, for exactly sure. What I was about to say. Colton is gonna hate this. No, that's the best way to explain it. They're like a oh, yeah, jealous little yeah. brother almost. Star players, but I mean the Lakers have just had more. They've just won consistently. They are an older uh, franchise, but I mean they've just won more. Good to know. Um, and then you go down, you have Portland and Phoenix, San Antonio, Denver, and Golden State. And then a lot of the young players are, you know, on Memphis and New Orleans. They're out of the playoffs in this moment, but who knows? It could all change. But the surprising one to me is Dallas at 10. Yeah, they've had a rough year for, I mean,. <laughs> No one expected this. I I think they might still make the playoffs, but um, they are having a rough year. Hopefully, they can turn it around. Yeah, I, th- I think they will. Like I said, it's a, it's a weird season coming back from playing in the bubble for a lot of those teams, and then going from playing in like that kind of mentality, and then getting a little time off, and then coming back into traveling mode. But it's still not. It's still going to be a while yes. before we're into like a normal regular season again. So, yeah, I think that'll do it for this show. We're going to try and this is the first episode. So we're going to try and have these episodes out um, every Tuesday. And I believe and we're going to try and do a different sport every week. So that way we can teach Sam a little more about the sports world and get him into some different oh sports. Oh and I think just now starting to like grasp a, a, a minute crumb of what basketball is. <laughs> hey, and. When we do basketball again, we'll I see will, what you know. I will have forgotten literally everything. <laughs> hey, this so, is a place to learn. We hope and, not just you, but everyone listening maybe learned a little bit today. And it's also a place for me to learn math. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. But <laughs> next week, I think we're going to, Sam, just to get your mind rolling a little bit, I think next week we're going to talk about um, football, just because it is... Um, a very popular sport here in America. And that'll do it. Uh, I'm Will. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sam. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Sports by Dummies for Dummies podcast.